the um, the key is, you know, don't be scared. Um, there's yep. in the future, there's going to be more people, and they're going to want to live somewhere. Yeah. And we've got our business plan for Australia is immigration. So here they come, and they're coming with skills and money. And we've already got a rental shortage, so you're mm. not going to have trouble renting it out. You're listening to Property Investor Tales: Stories from the Front Yard. Here's your host, Tabitha Bright. Welcome to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard, where I get to speak to property investors from around Australia about their investing journey. My name's Tabitha Bright, and I'm the head of coaching here at Positive Real Estate, where we help people build wealth through property. With over 8,000 clients across Australia and New Zealand, there are some incredible stories to tell which hopefully make your investing journey that little bit easier and will inspire you along the way. So my guest today is Jeff McGuinness, and we cover how to reform your procrastination, dealing with the fear of debt, which of course all falls into part and parcel of the fear of procrastination, and the power of coaching to get a fantastic result. So enjoy this conversation with Jeff. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to today's podcast. Um, I'm very lucky to have Jeff McGuinness with me here today. He's one of our clients here at Positive Real Estate uh, and he's going to share some of his wisdom. Um, he's had some lessons around procrastination that I'm sure all of us can relate to uh, and, um, and he's going to share some of his stories with me today. So welcome to the podcast today, Jeff. Thanks, Tab. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Now, you started uh, in the mentoring program quite a number of years ago with one of our original coaches, uh, David, his name was. We used to call him Dineza as a, um, as a bit of a nickname for him, the Neza Kineza. Um, <laughs> and uh, you were telling me a funny story about when you first caught up with um, David. He'd... Uh, he did the interview to um, talk to you about the mentoring program and what happened. Yeah, um, basically we met in Broadbeach over a cup of coffee and he explained everything to me after, after I'd been to one of the um, seminars there, yep. one of the information nights. And um, I told him where I was at and he promptly said, no, you're not ready. Oh. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like... <laughs> what the hell, I'm trying to pay your money here and, and, and learn and invest. And he, he was very upfront up and very straight with me and um, much to the credit of him and the business, I think, because, you know, like yeah. there's a lot of businesses that will just take your money. Yep. And he was right. I wasn't ready. And uh, I've oh. been a member now for seven or eight years and it's only really the last probably two years I've really got going. Yeah, amazing. So, uh, I knew I was with the right team from that point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we sent you off to sort some stuff out, obviously, and then you came back again and and um, and progressed the membership from there. Is that that what happened? Yeah, that's that's correct. Uh, I was sort of I'm in I'm in mining. I work in mining, and uh, um, the jobs were a bit um, a bit iffy at the time. There was retrenchments mm. going on, and he was pushing me to buy in Sydney, which I didn't do, which I very much regret, Penrith deal. Um, yeah, uh, if I had done that and a few others, I'd, 
probably no, be no longer in mining, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I guess sometimes we have to sort stuff out in our own heads, don't we? And I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah. I, I had a big fear of debt. Um, uh, obviously, yeah. it was higher than what it is now, the, the interest rates and, and so forth. But yeah, I'd always had the, the mentality of smash debt out, knock it down, own it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you guys are the other way, you know, use it, leverage it, use it to yep. your advantage. Um, yep. Use other people's money and basically effectively rent it for a higher return. Yeah, um, yep, absolutely. So, yeah, I've, I've gone full circle on that. Um, yep. Probably sitting at about one and a half million now. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> and um, and your rents and everything would cover that nicely, I imagine? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've got a place in um, Palm Beach. Originally, they oh, told yeah. me it was rent for around 500. I got six yep. for it without That's any... That's awesome. Um we bought a house in Blackwater where we work and live. Um, yeah. We were renting that out. That was covering itself, but now we've moved into that. So that's our principal. Yep. And we've got a off the plan for Fitzroy North uh, near the racetrack there, that one. Yep. Can't even, can't even think of the name of it now, but anyway, it escapes me. Um, and we've just bought a off the plan in our super fund at um, One Earl Lane. So. Oh, yeah, we're quite excited about that one. That one looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a, a Brisbane one. It's um very much a um a, like absolute blue chip. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I liked about it. I, and I didn't even realise half of that when we were looking at it originally. I yeah, I'm pretty naughty. I don't read everything. I just flick through things. And but you know, I I, I was confident in who I was buying from yeah. and and what the product was. But then yeah. I sort of put the expression of interest in. I was yeah. second. I, I was amazed by that because I'm oh, out in the bush here. <laughs> um, so I got the one I wanted. And oh, um, awesome. yeah, we've had a, we've had some problems with contract naming and that, but we're on top of that now, so it's it's all good. We're um, uh, unconditional. So yeah. Oh, congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah, so, yeah a bit of a, you know, it's not always easy, but yeah, it's. No. It's worth the hard slog on, is what I'd say. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is essentially um, uh, building a business on the side, right? And so yep. it comes with its areas where you have to grow as, um, you know, as a person, there's education you've got to do, there's stuff you've got to understand, that you, there's levels of discomfort and uncertainty that you have to overcome and when you and I were first talking, you were saying that primarily you joined um, initially for the education. Yeah, um, that's correct. Yeah, I so take of, me through that. I make a lot of time to um, to watch all the podcasts, yours and <laughs> especially Sammy's. Uh, he's my favourite. Isn't he wonderful? <laughs> uh, try and catch up with Jace every morning and, and yep. on Fridays, of course. Um, if yep. I miss them, I, I usually go back and make sure I watch them all. That's great. Because um, even though quite often it's saying the same thing over and over again, it might take six or seven times to think into this thick skull of mine. So. <laughs> We're all the same. <laughs> but, yeah, education is definitely the key. Um, yeah. And, you know, I was a procrastinator, I'll admit it. I should have done it all years and years ago. But anyway, when I was 21, I told everyone I'd be retired by 30, and now I'm 48, and I'm oh. doing it. 
Oh, get you there. <laughs> but it is interesting because you brought up two really important points. There's the education side of it, and there's the taking action side. And so if you only do education and you don't take action without stating the absolute bleeding obvious, you can be the most learned person in the world, but your situation doesn't change, right? Yeah, and I great. think yeah. And I think what you've done really well in the last couple of years is you've got to that point and we all take different times to get to that point where you have been able to take action. You had, you've bought and sold property over the years. You've been successful in your investing, but there were also some lessons there, right? Because this oh, whole thing yeah, I was, I was effectively a trader as, um, as Jace would call it. <laughs> I was in, in and out. Uh, yeah, well, tin pot turkey. People. What is what does he call them? <laughs> but any, yeah, I, I had some good success, but it would have been a lot better if I built them. <laughs> couple on the Gold Coast, yeah, three three properties, yeah, and a so couple I didn't go ahead with. But anyway, <laughs> tell me a little bit about that because let's start with Harvey Bay, and then we'll talk about Burley. Yeah. Yep, sure. Uh, Harvey Bay. We bought a block of land. It was in two thousand and seven. Should have had the warning bells on, but anyway. Um, yeah, we just went for a drive up the coast and we uh, came into Burham Heads and we found this little estate on the beach and we thought, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. And we secured a block right across the road from the beach, effectively, for $239. Wow. And I thought, hey, we could live here one day, you know, this would be cool. And at the river just down the road and so forth. Yeah. Um, after that global financial crisis, everything, you know, hit the wall, so to speak. Yeah. And it went as low as 88 grand, if I remember correctly. Um, wow. Should have bought five more. <laughs> but anyway, um, the house next door sold for 288, and that was a fully built five bedroom, two story house. So, right. I could have so got that felt, one, but I, yeah. I didn't. Um, yeah. My thinking was to pay the debt down mm. and then build and, you know, always have a small debt. I was always scared of debt. So, yeah. um, yeah, uh, where did I go wrong there? Uh, we looked at building a very nice home, yep. two stories for 275. We waited eight years, paid the debt down, and we spent 260 and we got a one story. <laughs> right. So that was the opportunity cost of waiting. But anyway, yeah. um, we made a profit and sold that. Um, and now we've um, moved on, obviously, into where yep. we are. And got a couple but, more. So, so I just <laughs> want to pause here for two seconds because there's some lessons here and I just like to highlight so people pick up the detail of what you're saying so you bought a prop you bought some land it was 288,000 when you buy land and you don't have a property on it it can impact your servicing because there's no rental income associated with the debt Absolutely. So essentially, yeah. this can hold you back from an investing perspective because the bank says, well, you've got a services debt and there's no income. So it's often um, a challenge for people when they hold land without um, the corresponding house on it. So yeah. just something to be aware of. Secondly, you bought it at 288, the GFC hit. Yeah, 239, property, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the property, yeah, 2009. The property plummeted in value probably in a relatively short time down to around 88K. Yeah. And um, 
And I know a lot of people, because we were coaching people, I don't think you were part of positive real estate back then, were you? Uh, not that early, I don't think, no. no. So we've coached a lot of people through the GFC. And I remember looking at even my house prices here in Melbourne and they dropped a good 200K before bouncing back up again. Yeah. There is this fear around these big events that people have that stop them from investing. And, you know, at the moment, it might be that interest rate rises are on the horizon. Yeah. And people go, yeah. whoa. And, and we'll talk about this in a second. Your experience <laughs> talking to someone about it. Because people go, oh, I'm, I'm either going to sell or I'm going to I'm going to hold and wait and not take action because there's this fear of something bad happening. Now, with the global financial crisis, absolutely not taking away from that. It, it caused some real chaos. But then we saw properties rebound after that. So how fast after that did Harvey Bay climb back up? Because I know it took about 18 months for my Melbourne property to bounce back up. But Harvey, because uh, it's regional, might have been a bit uh, longer. It, it was a lot longer, a lot longer. Yeah. It was very, very stagnant for a long time. Uh, there were yeah. small increases that had dropped back again. Right. Uh, it wasn't until that. 2020 um, right. I started to notice things were moving, starting to sell. Huh. And right. I thought, hey, we better get onto this and build because this could yeah. be our chance to get out. And it gotcha. was. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I think Winston Churchill said it best, never fail to take advantage of a, a disaster or something, something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. but, um, that was COVID, I take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we built and we lost the story because we waited so long. We paid our debt yeah, down, inflation. we had a good deposit, but we lost mm. the story. Yeah. Still a very nice house, but it was full of disasters along the way. So we just didn't feel mm. good about keeping it. So we sold it. So you decided to sell it, yeah. Yeah, and we've used that to to springboard into three other opportunities. So, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So congratulations um, on taking action. Um, yeah. and, and sometimes we do buy a property that for whatever reason at the time seemed like a good idea. And as much as we embrace the buy well, never sell, sometimes with the information we have in the moment, our goals, our expectations, markets change. And so we do need to rationalize our portfolio, which is what you did. You took action, you sold at a time that there was advantage to selling. And now you've been able to go out and buy another three properties because of those decisions. And you made your money yep. back um, plus some, which is a fantastic result. Um, yeah, and, so and even just the one in Blackwater, like we're not recommending buying in Blackwater. It's a mining town, but uh, I no. live here, I work here, I get paid to to rent right. or buy, so it makes, sense, makes sense for me. For uh, I had yeah. to twist Megan's arm a little bit to understand it, but she's on board now. But she says, as soon as it doubles, you're out. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we only borrowed 108 because you've got to have a 30% uh, deposit out here. We bought for 155, borrowed 108. I've already got it down to 52. <laughs> so, oh, amazing. And that was only December. So I'm smashing yeah. it out. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah. fantastic, fantastic result. And um, and then tell me, because you also had a, a unit, I believe, was it, in Burley? Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, that was back with my um, my lovely first wife. Oh. <laughs> she's long, long gone now. Uh, she's, um, yeah, we bought it for 100, uh, what was it? Uh, 78,000 fully furnished. And, and the um, 
Aussie Aussie resort on the highway, so the beach side of the highway, oh. but on the highway, but yeah. uh, a little one better. Um, you'd literally go out the door and 100 metres to the beach, so wow. world-famous Burley Beach. Yep. Can't go wrong. Uh, and I knew that. I knew it was always going to be, you know, a winner. I was I was just comparing it to Bondi and, yeah, you know. Yeah, makes um, sense. But yeah, a year or two later, divorced and um, sold it for 110, and it took all of five minutes to sell it. <laughs> and I and I knew straight away that was a mistake. But anyway, uh, now they're I don't know three four hundred odd. But yeah, wow, yeah, um, it's, it's the magic of holding property. Like if you can yeah. hold it, um, you know it, and it's in a good position to hold, uh, you know it will always far outdo like all of the people I talk to over like I've coached people in property for 15 years now and there are common themes that come up again and again and again and and one of them is definitely regret around selling um quality property yeah like I had Um, another two as well there was one in Chevron Island which we bought for I think it was like 140 we sold it for 240 um that one I went halves with dad on yeah, uh, but that's like now four fifty, and it's been renovated. It's four fifty, getting five six hundred a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another one in Sunset Boulevard, which I don't know the value of that now, but we bought that for two seventy two and sold it for about two ninety. wasn't a very good, wasn't a very good one. But now it's probably I don't know. It's probably five six, but who knows. Yeah, it's funny our definition of isn't good because often we have these expectations around property too that it's going to do something in quite a short period of time. And yeah, yeah. And and I'll give the Brisbane market as an example. You know, a lot of people have been frustrated with the Brisbane market because it took a good 10 years to suddenly do its part of the cycle. Um, but sometimes that's just property. And I mean, you yep. and I are of a similar uh, similar age, I'll say. I'll, <laughs> you're actually, you're younger than me. I've got uh, five years on you. I'm 53. Oh, you look so, younger than me. Try working No, it's mind. just the good lighting <laughs> that Jason buys. <laughs> Makes us look all glossy. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm always paranoid. Yeah. I'll see people in the flesh and they'll go, you don't look anything like you look on Zoom. <laughs> It'll be all wrinkles and bags. You but, should um, see me coming off a night shift. Oh, I, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, fair point. Um, now I've forgotten where I was going with that one. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's me. I was trying to be funny and then I've, uh, I've lost my train of thought. But um, I think it was around, um, what was it around? What was I just saying? Something around. Talking about regrets. Yeah. Can't remember. We'll move on. That's I'm sure right. it'll come I'm back. I'm find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll come back to me. It teaches me, like Marcus, who's in charge of all our content. He's he's always like, make your notes, make your notes, and and I do. Yeah. I'm a prolific note taker, but clearly I forgot that one. So um, so if we come back to to your properties, there's been once again some clear clear lessons. Don't procrastinate. Because That's a big one. Yeah, that's the biggest one that you really want to yeah, make people. And don't be aware. scared of debt. I was terrified of it, but it held me back no end. So, you know, mm. use yeah, it you can't leverage. save yourself wealthy. No, no, you can't. No, and um, and tell me a bit about the uh, conversation you had with somebody on one of the Facebook groups just recently, because I thought this was really important. Yeah, it was. It was just last night. It was. Um, it was off. 
I think it was a financial review article and they were talking about interest rate rises, blah, 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 the end of the yep. world, the yep. usual. And there was <laughs> a young bloke there going, oh, I've got, a, I've got a unit in Alex Headlands and I'm like, should I sell it? And I'm like, dude, no way, keep it. <laughs> They're not making any more of that, you know? No. And, I, and he actually, he sent me a, a, a DM and we started chatting and I, and I you know, I had to say at one point, hey, man, I'm not a coach. I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. This is, you know, friendly opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I basically said, mate, how much did you buy it for? What do you think you can get it for now? And he said he bought it for like 240 or something and it's now worth 575 And I said, mate, it's costing you next to nothing to keep it. He was getting 460 a week rent for it. I wow. said, you can, probably, you can probably put that up um just keep it like why why are you selling and he says oh i just don't want to be in debt and the the real estate they're hassling me and i said mate only one person makes money out of selling what do you reckon their motivation is like they're yeah. they're going to make yep. 15 20 grand out of you and then you're going to have nothing so yeah um you're gonna to have to buy back in then you've got the cost of that the stamp duty la da yep. da it all yep. adds up capital gains blah, blah. um yep but yeah i was it was just a friendly chat and i think i've convinced him to keep it now but he had another property in bowen which he lived in i said mate that's the one you want to pay off yeah it's never yeah. gonna it's never gonna go up like sunny coast <laughs> yeah. well it might it is a beautiful spot you never know eventually but um it's a long way away <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the infrastructure that uh, Sunny Coast. Yeah, but that, that was where he's um, working and living. And I said, mate, smash that debt out. That's the one you should be, well, yeah. not scared of, but getting rid of. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Right to say, I'm not an advisor. <laughs> I thought people are getting sued now for. <laughs> no, as long as you've stated it quite clearly, I'm sure, you, I'm sure yeah, you're pretty yeah. safe. Anyway, um, I think I helped him out. I said, thank me when it's worth a million. We'll have a beer. <laughs> Um, and so tell me, is there anything outside of the education and the don't procrastinate, you know, don't sell when you, when you don't need to any other life lessons. So for somebody that's starting out on the journey, they're nervous about it. They're worried about making mistakes. They're worried. They might be worried about debt. Like you said, um, they may not have a community around them. Um, a lot of people that I talk to feel like they can't talk to their, their family about what they're doing or wanting to do or their friends, you know, poo-poo their ideas. Yeah. You know, what would you say to someone just starting out that's really nervous about it but wants, wants some financial choices? Because that, that's largely what this is about in the long term, right, is having financial choices. Yeah, and that's where I've been myself, like, I can't talk to my friends and family about it at all. Um, okay. I've actually lost friends over it. Like they'll really? literally argue with me against really? what I've been educated on. And I said, I'll say to them, you know, how many hours a week do you watch podcasts and, and educate yourself? Zero. But they've got an opinion on everything, you know. Mm, and, you know, well, they, well, they say like everyone's got one. I won't even go there. But <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, the key is, you know, don't be scared. Um, there's yep. in the future, there's going to be more people, and they're going to want to live somewhere. Yeah. And we've got our business plan for Australia is immigration. So, 
here they come and they're coming with skills and money and we've already got a rental shortage. So you're not mm -hmm. going to have trouble renting it out. So the only thing really is, is possible interest rate rises. Well, that's yeah. going to happen anyway, up and down. Yeah. Um, you've got to, for me, it took a long time, but you've got to get your head around knowing that you're using someone else's money at say two or 3% and you can get maybe five or 6% back. Yep. So you're making a profit. It's yep. like a business um, plus your tax deductions and so forth. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully a bit of capital growth along the way. I've definitely seen it. Um, not always yeah. taken advantage of it. Certainly not to the best of my ability. Yeah. Um, but that that's time in the market, you know, get in and stay in. Um, yeah, it is time in the market. These, these gurus on here, they tell you all the time what to do. Just listen to them. <laughs> I think I think sometimes Sam just about loses his mind. He says the thing that um, stuffs most property investors up is not um, the property; it's it's people because yeah. we get inside our own heads and we start, you know, churning stuff over. I've been guilty of it. Um, I, you know, I'm sure ninety percent of investors can put their hands up and say they've made a decision based on fear, uncertainty. Boredom is a massive one. People just get yeah. bored. Uh, the amount of clients, um, and I'm so grateful that they come and sit in front of us, that come to me and go, oh, what should I do with this property? It hasn't done anything in the last couple of years. And I'm like, have you got the, <laughs> have you got the reds yeah. up? <laughs> have yeah. you, yeah, you know, like what's the, Hang what's on the, to it. Don't yeah. get rid of it. <laughs> should I sell it? Well, what Why? do they say? Six <laughs> years, you've got to wait before you get some movement on average. Um, so, yep. yeah, has it been six years? No. <laughs> wait 10. <laughs> wait 15. <laughs> Whatever it takes, you a job. just do it. <laughs> but anyway, Funny. yeah, I know what you're saying. I, yeah, Like one of, one of mine I sold for divorce and I didn't buy two more because of that. One was Kira and one was Jugan. Kicking myself. There's an easy million or two. Uh, um, it, it but does anyway, hurt when you look back sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I'm tired of working. I'm 48. I'm in the mines. I don't want to do it for much longer. Bouncing around and getting bombed with 300 ton rocks. Wow. Um, yeah, I've had enough. So, you know, this is, this is my exit strategy and um, I yep. know it's going to work. Absolutely. Yep. And, oh, and just getting back to that advice, it's just get in there and do it now and trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah, stay the, the worst course. you can do is go bankrupt. Um, <laughs> and that's not going to happen if you buy smart, you know. No. So there's some key rules around that stuff, right? Um, you buy well, you do your numbers, you uh, expect to wait 10 to 15 years in the market. Um, yeah. when, uh, when you get the chance, you can start paying down debt. Once you're out of your acquisitions phase, we just chip away at the debt nicely. Use yep. your tax deductions to your advantage. Um, and if you've got buffers in place as well, then you can weather the bumps and the scrapes because all the big black swan events, the COVIDs, the, um, the GFCs, all of those things, they, they usually, if you're in sound areas and, and regional, as you know, can take a hit and not recover as fast. But the, yep. main, the main economic centres, they go up and then they might go down in a big event like that and then they bounce and rebound back up again. Um, yeah, usually absolutely. statistics show us in a two-year time frame, which is awesome. 
Um, so it's, it's not. It's not long, eh? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> So it's not that we have to worry about. That's the stuff that keeps people awake at night, but it's not that that we have to worry about. It's the we can't mess with it and try the flipping, the selling, the the worrying. And I think this is where, um, if you don't mind me saying, positive can help and where clients do see it through the long haul because you can sense check it. You can go yeah, yeah. tab what am I going to do with this property? <laughs> like it's, it's sat quiet and it hasn't done anything. And it's like, okay, well, do you need to sell it? We go through the, through all the bits and pieces. No. Um, and you were talking about rents going up. Um, you're familiar with SQM research and checking the vacancy rates. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, yep. I never do it, but you know, I've got, I've got faith like you wouldn't believe in you guys. But yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I reckon Sam's got a crystal ball, but I know they mention pretty much everything he says seems to just happen. It's like magic. Jeez. But anyway. He's pretty good, Sammy. Um, um, yeah, and his, his take on future and what, what's going to be good. It's just like, wow, how does he come up with that? But anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I know what you're saying. Man. Do the research and, and you can, you know, a lot of people have got their graphs. I've heard other people on your podcast talking about their, they're watching their spreadsheets and... <laughs> I don't do any of that crap. <laughs> I trust in what I'm doing and I just do it. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not built that way. So yeah, I, I know if I buy right and I hold it. Yeah. And if I have any doubts, talk to my cat uh, couch. Talk to my coach. <laughs> talk to the couch. You're not going to get much there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, talk to your coach. Surround yourself with good people awesome. and um, reinforce your beliefs. I guess. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and just do it. <laughs> yeah. And so my last question for you, and that's you might feel like you're repeating yourself, but like you and I were saying, sometimes repetition's not a bad thing. No. And my last question for you, sir, is if you could go back in time and meet young Jeff, <laughs> so he was 20 years old and he was wanting to retire at 30, <laughs> what would your advice for Jeff be today? What would you oh. say to I think I'd grab him by the throat, smack him around a bit and say, don't listen to anyone. Do what you said you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in yourself. Believe um, in yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't be scared of don't be scared of borrowing. Yeah. Don't listen to the negative naysayers, the ones that aren't there to help you. So true. Um, surround yourself with people that are there to help you. Yeah. Even if they say no the first time. <laughs> yep. Persist as I did. Yeah. Um yeah so yeah just get out there and do it yeah yeah oh well fantastic fantastic advice there's a saying that i love um that i use a lot in my life whether it's investing my um running goals because i'm a mad runner as some people know yep. um and other bits and pieces is um the results that you want are in the work that you're avoiding that's and right. I always, <laughs> and I always think of that when I get frustrated, I'm like, you know what, this isn't working. I'm not getting the result. And I always know what I'm not doing. It, it's, it's, you always know in your heart of hearts. And yeah. sometimes we allow other people to take us off track um, because it's more comfortable. It's easier. And it's yeah, sometimes right. not as stressful, but 
you know investing as you know it's about building that muscle it's like going to the gym and building the muscle around learning to overcome some of those fears and and it builds confidence as you go I mean you know Jeff it's like when you look back at what you would have been comfortable with at 20 versus what you're comfortable managing today, it's, you know, it's worlds apart, right? Yeah, that's you right. Just build just it got, doing I know it. I've got winners behind me, you know, Megan, yeah. she's got the whip out, get it done, get it done, save, save, Eight save. Megan. And, and now, now this year she's holding me back. She's saying, wait until this one settles, wait until oh, that good. happens. And I'm like, no, nah, I want to go again. <laughs> Oh, it, now she's actually doing the right thing and probably just slowing me down a little bit but anyway yeah she'll be slowing you down for a reason oh there's a reason yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Just make let sure one that settle, let the banks get the head around it and whatever yeah we don't want to yeah. a, a panic on the other end <laughs> yeah that's right but yeah awesome. surround yourself with legends you can't go wrong <laughs> Yes, well, ditto. We surround ourselves with legends like yourself. You've uh, done an amazing job, and thank you so much for being part of today's podcast. Um, I My think pleasure. a lot of people will get a lot out of your straight talking style. Um, it's been yeah. um, an absolute pleasure to interview you today. So, thanks so much, Jeff, for um, coming on board. No worries. Thanks very much, Tabitha. It was a pleasure, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Hey, thanks for listening to Property Investor Tales. Remember to subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode drops. As you can guess, I love hearing people's property investor tales. So if you'd like to share yours, then please get in touch with me via email at propertyinvestortales at positivementor.com.au. We would also love your feedback and I would appreciate a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Remember, you can watch all of these podcasts over on YouTube at Positive Mentor or at positivementor.com.au. Until then, take care, happy investing, and bye for now.